Bienvenidos a otro episodio. We love to talk about all things in the Hispanic community, from business to pop culture to everyday life. My name is Jose, and I'll be your host for today. Y con nosotros también tenemos a... Uh, mi nombre es Miguel. Uh, I was, I'm always the host, but I'm not hosting today. So, what's up? Hi, guys. This is Melissa. Hi, guys. This is Andrea. Hola a todos. Yo soy Lupe. Hey everyone, welcome. It's Stephanie. Hi friends, it's Sandy. Awesome. El episodio de hoy se titula Ni de aquí ni de allá. I think many of us can relate to this topic, having to struggle with looking different and sounding different in the, around the states, but also not fitting in in our own people in our own community. Hoy les queremos dejar saber que no están solos y todos podemos y todos pasamos por eso. Somos un puente cruzando dos culturas. Um, so we just want to kind of get this conversation started, um, how we have adapted into this uh, culture that our family wasn't a part of. Um, and it's kind of been a little bit of a struggle, right? Definitely. It has, it's not easy. I will say that trying to keep your roots, so like, tus costumbres mexicanas, por ejemplo, el día de los muertos y todo eso, and poniendo tu altar no es lo mismo o sea no se hace igual aquí como antes y hasta mis propios padres like they lost those customs too because they assimilated to the American culture and it's stuff that I miss though because I think it's so beautiful so it's really tough but you try to like hope that you'll continue it maybe they definitely miss out on some of like the the cultural it's more like holidays and I feel like Well, I feel like for me, it was like holidays and just like family gatherings in general, because um, like there were some holidays that you only celebrated uh, when like where I lived, like for Christmas, they call it like Dia de Rama or something like that. So you would decorate literally a branch like around November and then you would go around like saying like posadas at people's houses, but you don't celebrate that anywhere else. Uh, so that's something that I definitely miss. And it was uh, like a huge part of my. Uh, my childhood and on top of that like all the family gatherings and uh, Dia de los Muertos like you don't celebrate that uh, as it's not as common here uh, unless you go to, like parties that are dedicated for that but like the ponche and the chocolate abuelita it hit, don't hit different, it's different. <laughs> I agree and I think like another holiday that I think is very like cultural also for me is like Independence Day and it's so weird celebrating like Independence Day here and Independence Day like in your country uh like your own Independence Day so I remember I came here when I was older I was around nine so I remember vividly like in school celebrating Independence Day and like how much pride you felt for being Mexican like it was like you know like the the, the anthem itself it's like you know like you're you're a son of God that you're like, you, you're here to be Mexican and that's, this is who you are. And like that sense of pride, like, you know, like seeing like the, the flag being carried around, like, it's like, I don't know, like I missed that. And like, you would do that like every morning type thing in Mexico also like the flag thing. So I just missed that like sense of pride, you know, 
and it's something that I think like I envy like from people here when they get to do like their own I'm like man like I wish I could celebrate like the Mexican way like the way that I remember how to celebrate and then celebrating the 4th of July is like eh. I don't know, like, what are we celebrating? Yeah, I don't know if anybody else can relate to that. I, I definitely do relate to that. Um, same thing with Lupe. Like, I came here when I was eight. So, like, I got to experience, you know, living in Mexico for eight years. Um, and it's beautiful. Like, every morning, like Lupe said, you would go on, like, the little yard and they would line you up for like classes and then they, everyone would like stand in, and then you would do the little like hand thing. And it was just be like, I don't know, like I felt like every lyric to the anthem, I felt through my soul. So I was just like, yes. <laughs> um, you feel like really close to your, to the, your nation. Pa- patriots. Patriotism. My, I, there's patriotism. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah. I believe so, yeah. But I, I was actually like not trying to like stunt or anything, but like you know, like oof. I was one of the little girls carrying the left flag, like not the ones walking around. I was the one carrying the flag. Okay, so that's how that's how much it's in my heart. Era la, era la, era la única. <laughs> I can literally imagine like little Andrea carrying her flag. Ah, there's a picture. Actually, I post all the time because I feel so much pride. Have it, seen it. Know? And like I'm in there, and everyone's smiling, and I'm just in there like. <laughs> like you know so like i'm here i have a mission i got this yeah like soldier especially when yeah. he says the, like the soldier part i was like i'm that son <laughs> i'm like sitting here and i'm like jealous of your experiences simply because mine has been a little different um i came here really young the only like I would say, like, prideful picture I have of myself was when I was, like, three-ish, four. Um, and as soon as we came over here, my my parents became really religious, like, super stuck to their beliefs and very, like, conservative religious people. Um, so, like, on the holidays, we only have our family here. We don't have, like, extended family or anything else. So we celebrate the holidays, but not the Mexican way at all. Like, you know how Mexicans, like, get lit, you know, like, every everything's a party, basically. And for us, like, I always feel so left out because that's not my case at all. So I'm, like, sitting here and I'm, like, damn, like, I wish, like, you know, like, I could have those types of experiences. But as I've gotten older, I've, like, exposed myself more to it by hanging out with more Latinos and, like, surrounding myself with that. And I've become so much more prideful. You know, but it's just, it's really interesting how we come from similar backgrounds, but our experiences are always so, so different. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's, part, that's where, go ahead, Miguel. I was just going to say, like, the like the parties, the gatherings, they're, they're different. So, like, you can have a gathering here, like, we're, like, Hispanics and Mexicans or just, like, Latinx uh, individuals, like, in general. And it's different when you celebrate it, like, in your home country, whether it's, like, uh, uh, Jose, like celebrating like Venezuela, like Independence Day over there, or like uh, me being able to like go visit my uh, my family and like uh, Christmas and uh, Dia de los Reyes and like things like that. Like it's different. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's so. I remember when I was eighteen. No, when I was sixteen, 
I went to Puerto Rico and I spent three weeks out there. We did Christmas, New Year's, and El Dia de los Reyes. And I was like, this is so lit. I was like, because I had only had memories from like holidays here. And it's just so different. Like, la gente en la calle, like the fireworks, like it's a different, like, just environment. Um, but with some of the things you guys were saying, I was going to ask you guys, because we talked about patriotism. Um, from you guys growing up, like being a younger kid to a teenager to now that us being adults, did your pride change as you were becoming older? Like, did you feel different when you were younger here in the U.S. versus like now? Like, oh, I'm so proud to be like from Mexico, from Venezuela, from Dominican Republic, wherever. Um, has that changed? Oh, for like, me? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you want to go first, Miguel. Or whatever. No, you can go ahead. Um, I know for me, I sadly used to be ashamed of my roots not in a way that it's like oh I wish I was from Mexico but in a way that like because of my status here in the U.S. like if I were to tell people like what what would happen to me you know um growing up I hid like most of like my pride from my country um simply because I didn't want to I guess be seen as different I never really hung out with Latinos growing up. Um, it wasn't until I got to college. Um, but I'm saying I'm a lot. But as I got older and like went to college and surrounded myself with like so many empowering Latinos, that changed a lot. Because I mean, I assimilated to this Western culture a lot, the United States culture. I, I wanted to be American, you know, I wanted to be from this country, but that was young me. And I mean, obviously I would still love to, but I'm more prideful in who I am that I'm a, a Mexican woman, you know? So. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. So I don't think you stand alone in that. Mm-hmm. Especially I feel like, like people like us, like in our age and like with our experiences uh, and being like not from here or there, uh, like because we we grew up like ten and up, most of us here, I feel like half of our child our childhood is there, but like all our like actual like fond memories of like uh, our best friends and like uh, our first dates or like our first like like prom or things like that, like it's here. Uh, so like you are attached to yes. being here, like in America. Uh, but like at the same time, like when I was, when I first came here, like from Mexico, I didn't know English. I didn't know anything. So of course, like being a kid, like I'm not thinking about anything else. So telling people like, uh, or like not even telling them like, oh, I'm from Mexico or like telling them like where I'm from and like being proud to speak English and being proud to go to like the holidays or like, I remember I used to hate going to the Mexican store, uh, with my parents. I don't know why, uh, but like, I, I just didn't like it. And uh, now, like, I'm really proud to be Mexican and to have roots, especially, like, having been back to my uh, home country with Melissa, like, during Christmas, like, two years ago. Like, being able to experience all of that all over again and uh, being in the holidays and, like, going to the stores and, like, the culture, it's so different, especially because we went to Oaxaca. And that's, like, as such, it's, like, like, extremely cultural. Like, everything there is just, like, full of culture and churches and and the holidays and like the arrangements on the streets. It's like, it's a holiday every day. Um, so like going over there and like, uh, just experiencing and bringing everything and like made me really proud of who I am. 
and uh made me want to come back and like share everything and be like you know what i experienced this and this and that and this is how i feel and this is who i am um and i feel like that definitely shaped me and made me realize uh, what i am where i come from and made me appreciate it a little bit more yeah. awesome so I also wanted to add to it. Um, for me, my experience was like all over the place, like from the get go. Um, when I got here, I didn't like I knew like the basics of English, but like my English, like I was the worst student in, in like in my English class in Mexico. Um, so my parents make jokes about it because they're like, who would have thought, you know? Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, once I got here, um, some of my teachers, like they try to make me become friends with the Latino students there so they could help me like, you know, translate and all that. Um, I had a really bad experience with like bullying when I was younger because of it. Um, that when I got into middle school, like there was like, what, like five Latinos out of the whole entire school. Um, so like, you know, like it felt kind of weird because we didn't really like, like we would all be like, yeah, we're Mexicans and everyone would be like, oh, they're Mexican, but, like, it wouldn't just be, like, us. So then I started becoming more, like, I wouldn't say, like, American, but, like, I started, like, assimilating more to the culture, and, like, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I had a, like, really great time as a child, but it all just came to college, and, like, kind of like Sandy said, too, um, it's been an experience for me just because I don't really, like, for where I'm from in Mexico, um, it's really Americanized due to the fact that it's in the Northern States. Um, if you go there, like they speak Spanglish, like, you know, they be having a whole conversation in Spanish and they put like little, uh, words like, um, I don't know, like, I can't think of one, but like they put words in, in English, um, or they'd be like, Oh, get cute. Or like, you know, like little words like that. So for me, and then also like seeing how like it was, we had like all the stories, you know, like Walmart and it was Americanized. So every time that's when my pride came when Americans try to tell me how Mexico looked, um, I would get really defensive. Like I would be like, no, that's not how Mexico looks. Cause they think that we live, we all live in boxes. Like literally that's one girl literally asked me that in middle school. She was like, so like in Mexico, do you guys like live in boxes and have like a donkey? And I was like, what? No. And I got really defensive. And I was like, no, this is how it looks. And every time I would like go into like Google Maps and I would drive around like, cause I remember, cause I was older and I would drive around um, Chihuahua and I would show them and they'd be like, that's not Mexico, that's Texas. And I'll be like, it's Mexico. Mm -hmm. So that's where my pride came from. Just cause I always wanted to teach others that Mexico comes in different shapes, size, cultures. There's like cultures within the culture, which is crazy, but, but yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's the same in Mexico, at least for me being from Venezuela, like I grew up in Caracas and I'm like, that's in the city. Like we had like the tall buildings and like life was normal, but like, then I had uh, my that father's family uh, lived on the coast and it was like a lot smaller. Um, so it wasn't as like up to speed to a lot of other uh, cities. Um, but I think one thing that Sandy or Andrea mentioned, like, it's a little bit exhausting, like going back and forth. Like, I think that that's something that like we had to balance, like, oh, I'm not Latino enough or I'm not American enough. And like wanting to please like people at school, like our families, 
Um, I know I was attacked by my family certain times, like diciendo que no sabía hablar español bien. So they're just like, ah, ya no hables inglés tanto, hablas más, hablas más español. Okay, I sound Mexican and I don't sound Dominican or Venezuelan. And like, it's always like one thing after another. And you're just like, well, like, who am I like? Where do I fit in? And I think like we fit in with each other. Like we have created like a different community. Like we are like, we are those, we're that new generation. Like we are so proud of where we come from, but we're also like, uh, we grew up here. Like we love the United States. Like, I mean, though we have certain issues and we may not seem eye to eye with like some of the politics and whatnot, but like, this is our home as well. And I think we need to be proud of both, both places. At least I am. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to add to that. Yeah. So going back to your initial question about how like throughout our, like throughout our lives, how it's changed. I definitely did see a huge like shift in how I perceived how I fit into the U S and also how I connected with like Mexico as well. So I remember seventh grade for some reason, seventh grade, like I just became like this, like, I love Mexico to the death. Like I covered my passport with like, like my school, middle school passport, like to go to classes and go to the bathroom and shit with a oh bunch God, of yeah. <laughs> things. And like, I made more like little Latino friends and whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, so me, and I was like, them And then like by the next year, I was like, mm, no, <laughs> no more. <laughs> <laughs> and it's slowly like in high school, I just assimilated more again to that American culture. And then I grew up a little bit more and then I became more like aware of it. And I'm like, no, I love my culture. And actually like, just to give you all a little nerd fact or whatever. But when you study lifespan, psych- like psychology, you it's actually like there's a certain age where we typically as humans become more attached to our background. Like we become more prideful, quote unquote. Um, so I definitely do. I recognize that. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I, I went through that. And now I'm, I'm happy that I have both roots because it, it's made me, me like the American culture has shaped me and my thoughts, you know, I'm definitely much more liberated than perhaps I would be back in Mexico. Like una mujer en México no es lo mismo. Bueno, o sea, somos dos chingonas, pero, like, you know, <laughs> la diferencia en cómo pensamos, ¿no? Por, por, la, por la manera que son las sociedades. Pero, yeah, I, like, it's still tough, though, because, you know, sometimes I want to be more Mexican, and I feel like I can't because of the political and uh, racial environment that we do live in as well. So it's, it's tough. Like, it's a hard, it's a hard mix because I miss my country, but I'm not really from here, so I don't really, you know, yeah. Steph, you definitely hit on something uh, with like one of the uh, questions we wanted to hit on. Like, what are some customs that we've picked up here that maybe we wouldn't have picked up back at home or vice versa? Um, I don't know if anybody wants to chime in on some of those things that we've gained or lost uh, with being here. Oh, man. I when I went over there, they drive so crazy. And I'm like, man, I would like if you gave me the wheel over there to drive, I would die in like three seconds because of how crazy everything. So like the blinkers, they, uh, they when you're driving, like here you use the blinkers to like signal that, hey, I'm merging into the lane. Over there, they use the blinkers to let you know, hey, you can pass me. So if they go, they put the blinker on the left, they're like, hey, I'm pass me on the left. That's how they use it. That's how I saw people drive. And they drive on the shoulders. So like there's the two lanes going back and forth. They're driving on the shoulders and then people are passing in the middle. And this is a two lane thing. So it's like, we almost fucking died like five times and it was insane. What part of Mexico is this? 
we like uh, Irapuato and like Guanajuato and oh, uh, like on the roads, like on the roads from Guanajuato to Oaxaca, which was like, a, how, how far was it? It was like an entire day. I think like multiple days, like everyone's fucking crazy. Like I would die in my heartbeat. <laughs> so in Dominican Republic, it's very similar, but people like to use, uh, they're called pasolas and they're just like the mopeds. So like you see like people like taxis, like with people like on their little like dirt bikes yeah. and mopeds, like in the middle. <laughs> in, in Guatemala, they're called tuk-tuks. Tuk-tuks? Okay. Tuk-tuks. And what was the other, what, how do you say it in uh, the Dominican Republic? Uh, they're called pasolas. Pasolas. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what was the question? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about like what the mopeds and like little taxis were called, like uh, where people. No, no, but like the them. question, like before, like the general question. Oh, we were just asking uh, some of the customs that we've gained or lost with being here in the U.S. versus being back home. Mm. I think you would have. You've lost. You lost crazy driving skills by being here. A hundred percent. I get different crazy driving skills, but it's different. For me, um, I went to Guatemala back in 2015. And something I noticed is that like the Hispanic culture in general is very family oriented. And growing up here in America, I only had my mom, my dad, and my brother um, for my whole entire life. And so I never had that like big family that I always see Hispanics having. Um, and so that's something I really feel like I missed out on and something I wish I had is that big, like, united family. Um, but, yeah, that's something I noticed when I went to Guatemala. And I was like, wow, that would be really nice to have, like, a bunch of, like, uncles and, like, aunts and cousins, even though sometimes I see people, like, hating their cousins or their sisters right. and brothers. Okay, I feel like I can relate to that right now so much because, like, I really, like, I feel like that's one of the things that I miss, like, the most. Cause like I I grew up very close to like all of my family like my dad's side everybody, and actually last year when I graduated college, everybody from like well not everybody right but like so many people came from Mexico to my graduation, and that day like I was just like, I would do like a hundred more degrees if this means that like I would go through a hundred times more college if this means that I get to have my family together again because it was like such a beautiful moment that I was just like oh, like you know. So I, I agree, like, definitely, I really, really, really miss that. Um, mostly for me, because, like, my, my, my dad and my brother are both in Mexico. So it's just me and my mom here. So I definitely, that's why I'm, like, I feel that for sure. I think it definitely, like, when, when we're, like, when we're, there's a smaller amount of us here. Um, la familia es tan importante en nuestra comunidad, que es un poco diferente a la comunidad aquí en los Estados Unidos, like, you're 18, get out of the house. Uh, versus like some Latinos, like you stay home until you get married or whatever. Yeah. Like, but like we're doing, we, some of us are still home. Like it doesn't matter, but like everybody has a different path. Um, but it's just so different. Cause like, I know my parents didn't move out till they got married and they were like 22 years old. So like it's versus us. Like I left home when I was 18. Uh, so it's just, it's just very different. Um, before we get off, uh, this was a really good conversation. Um, I want to, I want you guys to take a chance. I don't know who wants to speak up, but if you had a piece of advice or what would you tell somebody who is trying to keep their roots alive um, right now in this new environment? Cause Steph, we brought it up. Like, uh, like there's a lot of racism going on uh, with the political views that are going. Um, what would you say? Like how, how to go about that um, in this, in this time that we are right now? I would probably say, um, 
Uh, I don't know. How do I start that? Like, if you're trying to keep your roots or you're trying to I understand think, your roots a little bit more. I think one thing that helped me was learning more about my Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. And because I was, I like growing up in school, I, I learned about U.S. history. So once I was exposed to different aspects of my culture, besides like the traditional holidays and all of that, um, I I was shown a beauty. I was shown like, once I learned that Mexico has so many beautiful states and all this nature, and it's actually a beautiful country. And you start to learn more about the customs within each state, like the cultures within Guadalajara alone, like it's beautiful. And I remember even recently I was like 21 and I went to the um, Mexican history museum or the Mexican art museum in Chicago. And that was just one small thing that just going to that made me feel like I'm a fucking part of this. And I am so proud. And I see like leaders when you see like, I know Lupe loves Frida. So like, it's things like that. Like you make that connection. She's like, Oh, it's Mexicana. Like that's my bitch, you know? <laughs> so I, I think exposing yourself more to your own culture uh, and finding out more about it will make you fall in love with it more. And you will have repercussions from those around you, but take as much as you can actually handle. And um, I don't know, just eventually you become more okay with being you the older you get. So Step out to that because I had a recent event as well. Um, there was a Netflix series called Bolivar. Um, it was about uh, Simon Bolivar, who is like El Libertador, El Libertador de um, Muchos Diferentes Países in, in South America, um, one of the uh, main ones from Venezuela. And I don't know if you guys are familiar, but like Venezuela is going through like a really rough time with like dictatorships and like it's just going like super downhill. And obviously, like that's my country, so like it's hurt me, but I've seen how it's hurt like my grandparents and like my uncle who grew up in Venezuela. Um, and I guess I never knew the struggle until I watched the, that documentary where like I saw how the people struggled to free themselves from the, from the Spaniards and like everything that they went through, like the long journeys, the wars, how many people died um, for us to be free. And now like that made me really proud of where I came from. I'm like, I am Venezuelan. Like this is who I am. Um, and I love to talk about it. And then like then I felt the pain a little bit different. I'm like to see my people oppressed again after everything that we did to get there, um, this is different and the history is different. And then you talk about it with more passion and you just like fall in love with your culture. Um, and I think that's, that's just something in this times, like I don't try to hide who I am. Um, obviously it's a little bit scary in certain situations, but I would say just own who you are and keep being proud of it. Um, yo creo que no matter what you do, nunca vas a ser como ellos. Nunca vas a ser un americano or whatever oh, si eres americano, no te vas a, you're not going to look like them but just be proud of who you are um, and yeah, own who you are we're all americanos porque somos de <laughs> that's true that's true that's just a little knowledge there on <laughs> something really real though I was growing you know I was a kid in Mexico um, and I was in school so I remember like a lot of the things that I had learned there um, not just the history in Mexico but like in Mexico they teach you the history of and the whole entire world. Um, so I left there when I was about to go to third grade. Um, and, it, and I have like memory of an elephant. So I remember literally everything that we, you know, we, we learned. Um, so then I remember that I, I was like seven or something. And I asked my mom, I was like, wait, why are they saying that we're not American? And then she was like, no, like, we're like, we live in the continent. Like, 
I was like, no, but we're like North Americans. Like we're part of North America. We still Americans. They're not any more Americans than we are. So like, you know, I was seven and already saying those type of things. But um, I, mean, I was definitely right. Out here. <laughs> so, and then I did wanted to add to it, um, to like, you know, like to the people who struggle with it. Cause I think it happens usually around the time that you're transitioning from middle school into high school. Um, so for those kids, if they're listening, <laughs> Um, I would just say, just give yourself time to like develop yourself, learn yourself at one point or time, like your family's still there and they're going to be the ones who are going to continue pushing, um, that roots into you. Um, for me, definitely if I didn't have my parents, I honestly don't think I, I don't know how I would have like became more Mexican and like, you know, continue. Cause my mom was like, always oh, that mom who like, literally she was like, not just about Mexico, but she would be like, look, this is what happened in Argentina, like in 1920s. And like, I don't know, just, I've been always like throughout my life learning, not just about Mexico, but like as a Latino, as a whole. Cause she's like, even though you're not like Dominican or anything, it still affects you because you're a Latino. So you need to know how you can help others um, by knowing the history. So like my just learn history advice, um, simply cause I'm big on educating others. And I found that I have empowered myself and become more prideful this way. Um, don't be afraid to educate others on your roots, um, people who, don't, who aren't aware, who don't know. I have been in certain circumstances where it's been uncomfortable. Um, obviously, talking about my background simply because of the people I've talked to with it about but i being in those conversations keep people on things they don't know of um not only are you like expanding their knowledge and how possibly like changing their opinions and their views but you're also empowering yourself because you're sitting there like being vulnerable with them you know being open about who you are and you know, that to me, like that's a chain react that, that causes a chain reaction, you know, because whether it's something political or just about where you've come from, you have the power to change how that person might look at the groups of people like you or, you know, so that's like my biggest thing that I've learned along my journey is just educating others on what you do know and also know being open to other things as well, like, you know, being educated yourself, so. Especially because you are a teacher. Um, like, you see different faces in the classroom, whether they're American or Asian or Hispanic or Indian or, like, whatever it is. So, like, I feel like it's uh, it's important to know your roots and carry yourself high uh, when in a role like that or just in general. Uh, because you never know who's looking at you and in, in your shoes uh, you have all these kids uh, looking at you and some of them might be able to tell that you are Hispanic some of them might not be able to tell that uh, like oh Miss, Miss Sandy like she's American like she she was born here she's from here she speaks English she speaks my language but other kids uh, can see through that and they can identify themselves with you uh, I know being like working in, in the YMCA uh, like the after school program with kids, uh, that definitely, um, 
it opened my eyes to that. Uh, and in a way, like it made me appreciate like the teachers who are Hispanic and uh, which there are a lot of them and, uh, and carrying them themse themselves high. And sometimes even like talking to Spanish with, with the kids or even teaching the kids, like uh, how to say hi in Spanish or things like that. Um, I think it's important to, to definitely carry yourself high and be proud of who you are and know where you're coming from. Uh, Cause like I said, like you, you never know who's, who's watching. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, I know that if it's your first time, go can ahead. We do a quick can we do a quick shout out to Sandy because she graduated from, from woo, college. Woo, 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 woo. Yes. I'm about to cry. Oh, Don't do this. I'm going to like cry. Raise your 2020. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. All guys. Grad. Shout out to our special, special friends, Sandy. It's not an easy accomplishment. Y'all did it. Uh -huh. shout, shout out to y'all because you guys got together with my mom and set up that drive-by celebration. So shout out to you guys too. You deserve Thank it. you so much. Only thing we yeah. were shooting was love at the drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else, nothing else. Puro amor. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, thank you for listening in. If this is your first time, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got something out of this podcast and uh, make sure to tune in to our other episodes. Um, if it's your, if it's your, if you're returning, thank you for coming back and listening to another episode here with Proyecto Siembra. Um, si aprendieron algo de este episodio, um, solamente quiero que se vayan con que se amen a sí mismo, um, que estén orgullosos de donde son, de donde vienen, um, y no, no olviden sus culturas y sus raíces. Um, but also be prideful where you are right now. Um, we live in the United States. Um, this, is where we've, this is where we've kind of made our home. Um, we have our foundation. Um, but also, like I said, don't forget to remember where you came from and educate yourself and educate others. Um, but like I said, this is Jose. We have Lupe, Miguel, Steph, Sandy, Andrea, and Melissa here uh, with you guys. So tune in next week when we have another episode. Yeah, for sure. And we definitely want to, uh, we want you guys to, in a sense, be a part of the podcast. So if you have, if you follow us on social media, uh, if you have certain topics that you want us to cover or possibly even uh, maybe be a part of the podcast in the future, I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, but we would love to have different topics and we would love to talk about topics that you guys want to listen to because we might not even know about your topic so uh connect with us on social media send us a dm uh mention us at us uh talk to us and just basically like let us know like what you, what you want to talk about or if you have questions for um like individual questions for any of us let us know and we'll answer them in the next episode yay yay, yay. Bye. Bye, bye bye everybody bye.